Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Jaffa and once again I'm joined by Ali. Sup? Daoud? Yes. And Qudama? Hello. How's everyone doing lads? Bored without the uh, sort of domestic football? No, no I went I went to Scotland to watch a, a SPL game so it wasn't too bad. Uh, which game was it? It was Motherwell versus Hearts. Wasn't what? too bad. Yeah. Sure? What was the score? It was 2-0 <laughs> uh, Hearts. Doing hot. Where are where are they in the league respectively? Because this is like the first I, time I'm ever. To be honest, I actually don't. Know. I think they fell off. It looks like he just went up for a piss up. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like basically <laughs> got bored, you know. So when went up north, you know, uh, did my thing, con- conquered Edinburgh like the king I am. Went a heart, you know, paid half an hour, walked to the dead stadium, and you know, Motherwell fans obviously seeing Edinburgh shit, you know, your club shit, your city shit. So it's pretty funny. I mean, <laughs> I was right next to your fans. Mo- is Motherwell any better? No, Motherwell's dead. Why they you remind you, you know Gossie West? Because you remember their PE kits? Is it a town that only a mother would love? <laughs> no, we, no, 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 that's really bad, by the way. No, but do you, do you, know, do you remember the PE kits we used to wear at school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kits are similar to that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. To be honest. The, ye- the yellow kits we used to wear Antiques. for, for the PE. SPL, the SPL isn't much different standard to PE, let's be honest. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to let you know, whoever wins um, the SPL this season... Gets £40 million pounds through the Champions League because of automatic qualification. So, so Newcastle was a ship off Joe Linton to them. I, I see how Possibly, it is. yeah. Damn, £40 million. Pound. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money for Scottish football, let's it be is honest. Like, yeah, it is, man. It's going to push them up. And then the old firm tomorrow, which is going to be interesting. Oh, wait. How we Damn. Celtic, let's and go. I don't know if Ramsey's playing. He's barely had any training time yeah, with Rangers. Let's be honest, but, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, thinking of Ramsey, probably one of the bigger moves on deadline day. We've already had a bit of... Uh, transfer talk in the last two recordings today is going to be a little bit different but we'll always start it off with the trivia section and i want to know from you guys because the afcon is currently on so i'm going to make it sort of an african themed question name the top five african goal scorers in premier league history uh, two Toure. no wait in premier league uh drogba uh, that's one um, do we not one that's two Yacoub. salah uh, three Adebayo. that's four uh oh, you Mane. Uh, Did Mane. i didn't say Mane. i, I said Toure, not Mane. He said, said Toure, I said Mane. Yeah. Oh, Mane's correct. Th- oh, that was fast, lads. You got them all. I think your house Toure not there. I got two. I'm Damn. impressed with the Yakubu shout because he's quite forgettable. He's been uh, like Yacouba retired for a long time. 2-2-1. Two, two, We're going to say it. Damn. I was, you know, usually like the trivia takes and I start having to give clues. Damn, you guys are getting better. That was pretty quick. <laughs> all right. You got another one or not? Uh, no, no. That's the oh, one for this that's week. That's a shame. So, yeah, I mean, the theme of this week's recording is going to be, you know, give us your best hot takes, lads. Just inflammatory football opinions that you feel like the, the the wider world of football will disagree with and think what the hell is he on about try and justify it to the you know to the group and see you know who's got kind of the craziest takes i mean I'll, I'll kick things off and it's no secret that i don't like manchester united what no way oh uh, yeah oh shit what a shocker i thought it was just only me on but this podcast i genuinely believe this with every fiber in my being is that pep guardiola is a much 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 better football manager than Alex Ferguson ever was. Dang. Minus the one much. Minus the one what? Maybe you've got something going on. Like too too many muches there. You like is much 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 much. much, much. much. Is it is oh, it is, nah. it, is this uh, Alex Ferguson top 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 player? Which <laughs> no, that's Alan Hansen. He's a top top player, top manager. No, do you, do, do you not remember in his bloody what you call it? Uh, his autobiography where he goes just. Gerard just wasn't a top 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 player. Is then, that what he said? Yeah. See, Rogers, that, that's Rogers, another reason not to rate the guy. There you go. Even though he tried signing Gerald many times, just to let you know. So. Man, that guy was just the, the king of talking shit, to be honest. That's one thing I'll give him. Can I, can I quickly say something about Alex Ferguson? Right? Well, I was going to give me uh, sort of reasonings, but go uh, on. Let, let the guy finish. No, no. I just uh, want to fine. know, right? 
You know, if he's meant to be this great manager, he spends so much money over the years. I hope you do like talk about that. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's definitely in there. I mean, but my this is the like the core of my argument. This is interesting. Forget about stats. Forget about titles. Forget about the number of trophies won. Think about pure football dominance when you watch a team in ninety minutes. The level that Pep Guardiola gets his players to play at on such a consistent basis far outweighs anything Sir Alex Ferguson has ever gotten out of any Manchester United team throughout the entire dominance. I like you've got two examples already which are real, which is the two finals that they faced each other against in the Champions League final, the biggest, you know, club stage that you can find. You know. Pep Guardiola won those games at a canter. It wasn't even a contest. I remember watching the one in two thousand and nine they lost two nil. Ronaldo Belli had a sniff. Every single Man United player's body language was frustrated. Messi, who's like three foot seven, out jumps Vidic for a header to score a goal. It's like the the club football level of Pep Guardiola is is insane. Like he's a better manager than Sarkis Ferguson. I could probably make an argument for best manager ever, but there's eras to consider and impact on the game. Cruyff, Sachi, and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to get too much into that. Bob Hazley. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, there's a Liverpool-related mention by Ali. There has to be always. How's Nat Phillips doing, by the way? My guy. Is he in the Champions League? Did, did he Na- secure no, a big no, money no, transfer? No, no, He's no. In the champion. Maldini. Nathaniel Maldini. The guy, you know, you know, he rejected offers in the Premier League just to go to Bournemouth. All right. My guy. Back to this argument. So, I've just laid out quite a passionate sort of statement there in terms of saying that, you know, Pep, what he's produced with his team is something that Ferguson could only dream of. And I want to hear some pushback if you've got it. Yeah, I'll give you some pushback. First of all, I would say I agree with you at a surface level. Like, I do... Oh, if shit. I had to, like, gun to my head, pick one between the two, as much as I hate Man United, you know, I would... St- like, I wouldn't uh, say it's completely, like, you know, objectively binary, you know, it's a yes answer for Guardiola. I would say, come on, like, it's Ferguson. It would be a tough choice. I can't lie. Uh, you said uh, something interesting. You said, uh, you know, I don't want to go back too far across eras, across generations. And you mentioned Cruyff and Sachi and like even Austin Wenger, you could mention in that mold about like impacting the game off, off the field as well as on the field. But you are bringing two different managers across different eras. Like the overlap between Ferguson and Pep was towards the end of Ferguson's era. But they played the against each other in two finals. There's yeah, enough yeah. There's, there's enough there that, okay, if, if this also okay. great Ferguson. No, but like my point shit. was... If you're mentioning, like, give you an example now, Mourinho was at his peak before someone like Nagelsmann, right? But would you say Nagelsmann now, who would definitely beat Roma, that's is a fair. better manager than that's fair uh, than uh, Mourinho? Yeah. So my point is, it was at the end of Sir Alex Ferguson's reign at Manchester United, towards the beginning of Pep's dominance, because he started at Boston. Yeah, yeah. But managers don't really have peaks. I disagree with that. Managers do have peaks. No, no. What Ferguson got out of the team that he had, come on, man. He had the Raphael brothers uh, in uh, both sides of uh, the wing backs. He had Welbeck, he had Bebe, he had uh, um, Darren Fletcher. Okay, you're uh, naming all the bad players in no, Manchester United. This is hilarious. You know what? It's this not, this because uh, I considered that Dowd was going to say Wait, something like this or any. I'm just, what like, I'm just trying to say is yeah. what he got out of the Man United squad, given obviously I know how much they spent, right? But given what he got out of them and where he got them to, considering if he had the same team as Pep. I mean, I think that argument would be, well, I still think Pep would get a, a, a better record, a better way of playing. But maybe in terms of a match, you know, an even peg match, I think Sir Alex Ferguson would have a good shot at beating Pep's team. See, I get where you're coming from, but my pushback to that is those those players that Man United had who weren't like top 
top quality. That was a very minor part of the Alex Ferguson reign. Like, yeah, there was so, a couple okay. of screenshots of Darren Gibson and Fletcher in the same lineup. What big deal? Like, Darren one Gibson match. played amazing. But, you know, Man United have had unbelievable talent available to Alex Ferguson throughout his time there. Like, he actually struggled at the very beginning. I think he took over in the 80s, right? And he was nearly going to get relegated. Late, early, early that was before yeah. Man United fixed up as a club because they sort of became this corporate machine and buying all these players. They were like an early version of like what modern day football is. Man United was like the first club to be that way. And I that's mean, what stemmed his success. Yeah, the only the, the difference is, is that um, the way Sir Alex Ferguson left in his legacy, you know, we were, well, United were completely far ahead uh, from any other team. Like, yes, Chelsea would try and catch up, Liverpool would try and catch up, but in terms of like commercial they revenue... They did catch up though. Like, um, I mean, like United had a chance to absolutely solidify themselves as the best club, the biggest club with the strongest... Mourinho uh, already humbled uh, Ferguson when he came over. Oh, he like, did. And uh, he, that's, like why, that's why he was amazing. And his yeah. squad, he, the way he got them to play was amazing. But don't get me wrong, Howard, Ferguson did really well to peg yeah, that yeah, back. Yeah, but what and I'm saying is, I'm not anything, saying Ferguson was trash level, obviously not. No, no. But but I'm just saying that Pep, what he, Pep is just on a different level. But it, and, and if, you know, it, he had to lose to change the way he had to uh, play. If anything, it attests to his... Resolution as a manager, like okay, yeah, I got pegged by Mourinho. I'm fuck, you know, I'm riled up now. I have to change things. He did change things. He changed slightly how we played. The yeah, next he got season. Uh, Rooney, Tevez, and Ronaldo. He basically had like a major front three to combat that. Oh, there you like, go. That's that's just uh, saying. So it's not it's not Fabio and Raphael only. Like yeah. he had star talent across the board, man. Okay, but like, how do you? But then look uh, at look at Pep. I mean. Pep definitely ten I, years. I will never ma- I will never make an argument about Pep getting uh, the best out of shit players. Yes, he had like some things about like Fabian Delph at left back for that season that got hundred points, but that I mean he played well. Yeah, like yeah, he so he does he does kind of deal with poor squad players as well. Not not to the level that Ferguson probably did in some seasons. But he can do it too. But what about the well, I mean well, how do you wait I feel like what you're the argument you're presenting here is that Guardiola is a much better consistent. tactician. All right. Then Ferguson. Oh, Tactician, manager, everything. I, I, in terms I, I, of management, man management, right? Where do you put that in terms of weighing in this you know, hypothetical equation that you're, you're making? Uh, man management's an interesting one because I'm, I'm making an argument about how your football team plays. So no, this is all uh, yeah, holistic. How the, how the team, how man the team plays in terms management. of like its, it's appeal. Just everything, like if, dominating if on the pitch. If you're talking about man management, look what Alex Ferguson did with my United's arguably two biggest stars in the early 2000s with Roy Keane and David Beckham. How did he handle those? That's if you're talking about man management, let's yeah. let's be real. To be fair, and in the situa- I think, I think uh, let me finish. Uh, let's let's talk about the situation he had with Ruud Van Nistelrooy and Cristiano Ronaldo. They weren't getting along and, you know, Van Nistelrooy... He had a falling out with Ronaldo. Now, Ronaldo, Van Nistelrooy and Ronaldo had a falling out with Wayne Rooney as well. Oh you wait, know, what Vanis Roy and Ronaldo yeah. had fallen out. Did he? They had, they had oh. fallen out. Van, Vanis Roy got pushed to Madrid in three years. Eight, I mean, to be fair, is, if yeah. you're going to make a choice out of Ronaldo, Vanis Roy at that time, you would mm. choose Ronaldo. I like. don't know. This was like 2004, 2005. You look at the time; it was prime Vanis Roy. I but mean, obviously Fergie made his Fer- shout. Fer- mm. Fergie had this. He, he, I mean, he was known for this. Like, uh, was it Stam where he basically had a class season? Had a really he got good, rid of him as well. Got, literally got rid of him without even saying anything. Yeah, like. actually, those are key. Like, those are good management decisions. Knowing when to let a player go. Well, like, I mean, um, he left. He let PK go. Like how Arsene Wenger let Henri go in 2007. Emotional for Arsenal fans, but Henri was kind of on the decline that time. Yes, he got the the Champions League with Barca, but he wasn't the same level player. So, but I, I, I do I, rate Ferguson. I agree in with your point. Senses. I agree with your yeah. point on that aspect of playing tactically and on the pitch better than Sir Alex Ferguson 
I mean, the only argument I could really make is current attacking because he had a yeah, you know. He, he yeah, the thing is, Pep's teams are so dominant on the ball. Uh, they're still good at counters as well, but they, they, they just, are really they aren't in a position to counter much. Yeah, they usually yeah. Control the entire uh, facet. So, like maybe there's more opportunities for Salah Ferguson to show how good he was to prime a team for current attacking. Um, but yeah, in terms of that aspect, yeah, I, I, I mean, let me present it to you this way. Obviously, I, I don't want to get into a hypothetical too much because I think your argument does weaken when you go too much into a hypothetical. But I, I'll just want to say one thing: if Pep and Ferguson's managerial careers overlap the entire same span of years and with the same teams, Man City, Man United, the same resources, Man City would wipe the floor with Man United uh, year in I year disagree. out, man. Year no, in I, year I, out. I agree with that. I, I disagree. Year in year out. Ninety nine wouldn't happen for Man United if, if Pep's Man City was around. I I I think Ferguson would change and adapt. I think it'd be a lot more closer than you think. I don't think I don't it'd be. The thing is, right? Uh, the league has never been as strong as it is now, and Man United. Um, you know, credit to Alex. They took advantage of being the best team in the league, and you know they stepped up. They had the the better resources, the better players, and they won the the most league titles out of anyone in Premier League history. But now. The fact that Guardiola's won four of the last five Premier Leagues, considering the resources of the other teams, when you've yeah. got uh, Jurgen Klopp, Klopp's who's, who's another yeah. genius, and look at the way they play, ninety-seven points, and he still managed to pip them. Uh, you know, the only th- thing you can really put against him is the Champions League, but at the same time, he's still got as many Champions Leagues as Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. So it's hard to argue against it. The only like, but to play devil's advocate, I feel like longevity in the managerial game, just to have the motivation to do it again. After you've won it like the tenth time, transition in like yeah, that seems. I thought about this aspect teams. too. You can't. Guardiola's never done that. He's only ever managed at the best teams in the league at that time. Like he went from Barcelona, who had the best team in probably history, then he went to Bayern Munich, who let's be honest, you know, Farmers League memes, or whatever. But like they walked the league easily, didn't win the Champions League, and then uh, he's gone to Man City, where he's got you know the Abu Dhabi group behind him. Signing to be honest, like, do you mean like not that? much has been spent on Man City in the last couple of years? I'd say I think Chelsea yeah, might have spent. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not uh, gonna make that Everton, argument, you know, like, can't yeah, say no, no, last, last two, three years, you know, I think as other teams they've just spent 100 million on Jack Grealish and, and, and Newca- Newcastle just spent 90 million quid on six players, yeah, yes, yeah, so majority of my dead, but you know, I just want to mention <laughs> yeah, that they did, they did all the time, you know, early. you know, Chel- you know, Chelsea spent like 90 million on Kai Havertz, 100 million on Lukaku, whatever, you know, you're as no, money getting spent. That's my point, money's being spent. We're talking about Pep, though, we're talking about Pep. No, no, I get where you're coming from because yeah. that contextualizes his achievements but in well, terms of longevity okay. I feel like that's a, that's a unique thing with Alex Ferguson that nobody can take away because well apart from Arsene Wenger of course until yeah like Wenger actually okay we're not talking about Wenger versus Alex because I think that uh, I think know, Wenger put, brought more to the game than Alex Ferguson in my opinion in terms of in terms of influence in football as a sport 100% yeah. but in terms of winning for your team no yeah like that's, um, that's what it is really yeah but yeah just to get back to the whole like Pep Alex thing and longevity that, that's unique. There aren't actually any managers out there who do that anymore anyway. So, like, I'm not going to give that too much to Alex Ferguson because un- unless you're talking about, like, oh, P- Bayern's current manager's been there for 15 years, Real's has been there for... You know, it doesn't happen. It's it's pretty unique. So, yes, I give him props for it, but it doesn't make him have the edge over Guardiola. No, but it didn't just happen in a way that, like, he was there for years because, you know, the, the, the dynamic of football was like that at the time. He stayed there because they didn't have any reason to sack him 25 years. You talk about these managers, you're saying, oh, well, you know, it's not like PSG or Real Madrid or Juventus have managers for 25 years. Yeah, because the managers that they have, they wouldn't sack if they delivered year on year. But the fact that Sir Alex Ferguson was delivering year on year is the reason for the long Yeah, I, I get that. I just want to make a quick point uh, before anyone else mentions anything else. Uh, sorry, that, that came out weirdly. Um, 
the way I look at it is I look at other sports and I compare in that similar way. So if you look at boxing, you look at mixed martial arts. How do you challenge yourself? You go you go in different weight categories and you, and you challenge yourself. Obviously, fighting against the best in the world. So in MMA, you can go to different promotions, different weights, pound for pound. Who's the best? Right, Alex Ferguson. Yeah, he dominated in the Premier League. Yeah, he did all right. Aberdeen, no broke broke um, broke it between Celtic and Rangers. But what Guardiola did is he was in La Liga where he started. Dominated for a good three years, like against the Galacticos of Real Madrid yeah. as well. Like that wasn't easy. Yeah, and Atletico Madrid were, were on the rise as well, you know. Yeah. And then he went, he, he went to uh, Bayern Munich, dominated there. Obviously, fell short of the Champions League. And then the similar things happened in Man City. So he's at least challenged himself, and he and, and he's he came also, out of his comfort zone. And even that's though, though that's put my point the best across. part as well is, and this is I think something that's underrated, which is a huge plus to Guardiola. He can find different ways to win matches, like and dominate because. It's not always this pretty tiki taka stuff. Yeah. Right now he's playing without a striker. Like and it's not there's not even a false nine. It's just literally whoever's floating about the pitch the highest. Mm. He his control of a match is so much in terms of like defensive third, middle third. He can make the attacking third work, uh, work in different ways. Like a few years ago you had like you felt like you're watching the same Man City goal every week. Cutbacks from fullback to Sterling tapping to Sane tapping to yeah. Sterling tapping. You don't see that anymore, but you still see Man City winning games 4-0, 5-0, smacking Watford 8-0, 6-0 in the FA Cup final. He just makes such a mockery out of the word competition. It's insane. Like Ferguson used to win, but I never used to see him wipe the floor with the other teams. Like um, they won the league in 2009. Liverpool turned up to Old Trafford, smacked them 4-1. That's not happening to Pep Guardiola. It doesn't. It, it rarely happens. Yeah. Rarely happens. But rarely yeah, happens. It does happen. Body, but yeah. I, I, after I, I, to give you that point. Uh, what's his heaviest defeat as a Man City manager? Does anyone know? Uh, probably 4 0. 4 0 against Liverpool. Something like that. Didn't Everton beat them 4 0, maybe? Or, I mean, no, could be Everton beat them, I think, 4 2 once, and Leicester's beaten 5 2 recently, a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Yeah, there's been, like, don't get me wrong, every manager. Yeah. No, there's no perfect manager out there. But I, I just think the word, for me, it's sent, my argument is purely centered around dominance, and I just feel like Pep is, has done it way, you know, on a way bigger scale than Fergus. You know, like I mentioned before about the comfort zone, it's, it's like saying, I, I'm not bringing this up for the sake of a, but like the similar Messi Ronaldo debate. If you look at Messi right now, how he's performing in France, obviously he's not getting as many goals as he used to. He needs to adjust, but he's, he, at least he's challenging himself. Ronaldo went from Portugal to England to Spain to uh, Italy back to England. You know, he's out of his comfort zone. And that's a similar uh, argument. That's a good point, you know. That, I, I really rate that, that point. Because what if Ferguson had decided like around maybe 2007... Oh, I've won everything with Man United. Let me go see what I can do in Serie A. But, but, but this is why I look at different sports. Yeah. I think pound for pound, could Alex Ferguson do it somewhere else? How dominant would he really be, or would he, would he get sacked? You know. See, I feel like the counter argument to that is people always talk about leaving your comfort zone for new challenges, but you can still invent new challenges for yourself within the environment it's you already in. It's a challenge in itself to I mean, continue your success. Exactly. But, but the issue, why did Alex Ferguson leave at the end? He, he, I think he kind of knew right. that... Ale- to be fair, he, he you know would be, he'd been he looking at retirement like for a few years. But I do he, agree that yeah. he saw that the, he, he, the wind was changing yeah. in the Premier League. Like no, it was starting to become he left on a high note. It's because uh, Man City pegged it in the last day and he was like, fuck this. Like, um, no, he stayed I, after that for He stayed after the season. No, that's what he's saying. Like Because of that happening, he stayed He literally says in it, he goes, I told my wife I'm retiring the season, but obviously he lost it. And he wanted to win it in a, in that fashion where obviously Man City didn't score that last minute Aguero goal, um, they would have won it. He would have retired that season, but he said, "Fuck this, I'm 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 no, I'm going out in the next like season in a high." I still and feel I, like if anything, that's the most boss moment. And he fucking he did it. He did it well. Yeah, that's true. That last season was. I mean, look at the impressive. team that we won with the last season. It wasn't. You, <laughs> you had Bro, you got the, at the time you bought the best best striker in the league. What else can you ask for? Yes, Van Persie. That's it. Have you seen the rest of our players? 
Bro, you, you started yeah, playing I, 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 Rooney. I, 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 I'll continue that. He did. I, you guys, like, no, you guys speak like and watch. League, I'll, like, tell you, you, I'll tell you. Okay, you know that last season. He's going to name all the crap players, by that, the way. Just that season, you know. right? That season, you won the league last with Sir Alex Ferguson. Put current Liverpool in there. Put current Man City in there. And put current... You know, put current Man United in there and put current but, Chelsea in there. But even Leicester. That team would... Yeah. Put, that team would miss out. Yeah, oh, yeah, I feel like... You, I that team would miss out on Champions League, in my opinion. I think sort of around about like after the Neymar transfer, especially like the, the teams have just gone crazy good. It's in, just in become a, a billionaire's yeah. playground, isn't it? The Premier League now has billionaire owners in Man City, yeah. in Chelsea, in Everton, in Leicester, in Newcastle, obviously. That's five teams right there with billionaire owners, and I'm sure there's more. Liverpool, aren't they? No, they're not billionaires, nah. are they? But, <laughs> no. Um, Wish it were. It's Cronky a billionaire. Yeah, yeah Cronky's Cron- Cron- I think. You know I mean? yeah, he owns yeah. like four different you sports teams. You're talking about six teams yeah. that are billionaire owned. Like when the, sh- the competition in the league is a lot more difficult now, and I think that's why a lot of teams are worried about Newcastle. Yeah. It's just because the more money that comes in, the more challenging it gets. I just feel like Sir Alex Ferguson was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he was. He could. He saw Liverpool on a decline, and I'll be honest with you. Before Alex Ferguson joined Manchester United, Manchester United weren't really a so-called big club. Like they just had the Busby Busby right. Babes era. So let's be honest. Um, we had Alexander Butner, Shinji Kagawa, Nick Powell played two games. Darren Fletcher, Tom Cleverley, Stories in Paul Scholes uh, played eight matches. Robin Van Persie obviously played a bunch of it. Uh, Danny Welbeck half a season Ashley I Young, get it like obviously that wasn't the most Javier stellar Hernandez, Man United team of all time Chris Morlin Phil Jones Anderson do you remember Anderson? Jeez. he was still there at that point Dan yeah um, um, Johnny well, Evans I'm just saying Raphael like no 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 can I make can I make an argument to this end? Well, okay. them already has before he no, Ryan Giggs do you know what I mean like that, even he had 12 matches that, that season Okay. Now, that team wouldn't win the league in most seasons, so fair play. No, like, but but I think the the teams that season were a lot more weaker than they were. If you, if you look what Liverpool had, they had... Oh, yeah, Ma- that Man, is Man City. Yeah, they were the only ones. Only They're ones, prop- let's yeah. be honest. You know, what's called Chelsea spent loads of money on Torres. You look what Liverpool had, Stuart Downing. Uh, what's called yeah, Owen Henderson. Yeah, he, you know, was, he was you on the Darren. You had the Adrian Pepperina, you had Jay Spearin. Do you even know who Jay Spearin is, yeah, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I remember Jay Spearin. You know what I mean? Martin Kelly. I'm just thinking about all this. You're saying an Asian Pepperina. Arena back in 2012 and he's still starting for Lazio yeah that's it's, how good the true. guy like, is the league wasn't that strong that year so there was a, like a nice little stroke of luck for him to, to sort of end it on a high but the, the, I don't like Money United but this my favourite thing that come out of that was do you remember the um, the memes that happened when Sir Alex Ferguson got his uh, little guard of honour by the Swansea players and it was like the captions were like oh when the naughty kid gets sent back into the class yeah and stuff like that that used to make me laugh like oh because his, his face looked like so uh, cheeky yeah, in that one. But uh, I'll give you this as well. I don't know if um, if you guys ever read about uh, how Rennie Mullenstein and um, Mike Phelan were saying basically they were running uh, all Quares the tactics. Well, right? uh, no, Carlos Quares. I mean, he he, 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 he apparently had a really good relationship with uh, Sal Ferguson. Yeah. He apparently was that not in the mid two thousands or like no, no, two thousand five, two thousand six? Yeah, yeah about, about that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, they said at the latter ends of Sir Alex Ferguson's years, they were literally doing everything in the in the dressing room, tactical, uh, tactics wise, coaching wise. Uh, literally, what uh, Ferguson was doing was man management, was being that hairdryer treatment, being the guy who used to make that those last minute changes, tweaks to what he wanted to do with the matches and in in the match. And if if that doesn't show you, like him getting as much as he did 
out of those players at that time, I don't know what does because you clearly we still have Mike Feeling having an input. Renny Molstein, I think he came for like six months to have some kind of input. Yeah, they did fuck all. He still can't get them I to play. Think, I still think the standard of the league that year was really weak. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking away the league victory. Fair enough, won the, the league, whatever. The other thing like, is, good. the other thing I would but say, start, like he didn't face much competition. That no, year. but the types of football that were playing then. Right, like extrapolate this club team into that season, they'll wipe the floor with the league that year, bro. Come on, in that year, yeah. You think this in that year? Put put uh, Liverpool uh, in that season, or put Man City, they'd go unbeaten, I think. Unbeaten, yeah, probably invincible. Maybe that's too. It's a hypothetical argument, but. It highlights my hot take. But just to, uh, like, obviously, <laughs> no, we don't no, want to focus like, on a 12 no, no, like, too okay, much. You know the types yeah. of football that were played between the thousands to uh, 2010, right? Different. Completely different. 2010 to 2020. Different. Yeah, that's his biggest strength. Ni- no, no, 1990 to 2000. No, no, what I'm trying to say is you can't compare the ty- styles of football, the types of players that... Um, uh, very that directly, I but, I don't but, think but you, can. you can. Loads you can. of people say, Ten loads of people say, can. oh Pele, no, no, but Pe- Pele would do um, so sick. Pep had a revolutionary effect. How football was played. He's a big reason why it's different. Hundred percent, like so Johan Cruyff did. Three for three. That's true. You know, I Shout think the biggest, three three. Um, the biggest argument for <laughs> for for Jaff, I think, is a great manager leaves a tactical influence on the rest of European football at least. And how yeah. many managers can say they've done that? No, I, I mean, Ferguson a handful. No, so... I can't say that. Let's see how the hot take checks out. So, I want to get... Just simple answer to this question. Who was the better manager, Ali? Guardiola or Ferguson? Guardiola. That's it. Daud? Ferguson. Kodema? Guardiola. Me, Guardiola. That's hey, it. Daud, can the I just make one validation. more point? I understand what you're tra- trying to say about Ferguson from the different decades. But look what Guardiola has did with what's called the, uh, the the Great Man City team with company Joe Hart, Aguero, Toure, Silva. He's phased them all out and he's brought in n- another generation as well. You know, Ferguson's not the only one who's yeah, did but that. Isn't, can you really credit Pep for that? Well, he's phased them out and he's brought his own you team. Can cre- in. You can credit him for getting you know going from strength to strength. No, like but they didn't is, have any down years. Really. My point is, uh, this is where the comparison breaks down because did Man United ever have a system in place for transfers like Man City's did? Where they so, have, say that again? Did Man United ever have a system in tra- like for transfers in place? Yeah, like Man, Man United had a system. It was, we've got the most money, we'll spend the most there money. There we go. That yeah. Was yeah. yeah, that yeah. was yeah. it. Please yeah. don't Man downplay Man United spending power. Yeah. Right now, in this current day, when they're dog shit, they're still spending power. I disagree. I disagree. You know why? You misunderstood my point. I'm not talking about the amount spent. Okay. I'm talking about bringing in Cheeky from Barcelona and building up from the ground up, like the high level, a team behind acquisitions that are tailor-made exact, like precisely yeah. for the manager in the dugout. Well, okay. And we've got uh, an investment banker making our decisions. Bro, no, no, no. Just one decisions. second there. Right. Yeah. Man United maybe didn't have that meticulous of a system with so much thought of process, but what they used to do is they, oh, look, Rooney's the this next guy. We'll get him from Everton. No, 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 hold on. Van Persie's, Van Persie's the golden boot winner. We'll get him from Arsenal. Man United would pluck the best players from the other teams. They was a modern day yeah. by, by Munich. Yeah. That's what Bayern Munich do now. Yeah. So Man United's strategy was to literally weaken the other teams by getting their best players. And they've all, their transfer outlet has always been insane. So, but, I mean, they, they used to always like bring Ferguson in their, their the youngins. They used to always bring in their youngins. Ferguson didn't win couldn't stuff on Shearer. shoestring budgets. Let's be That's honest. Right. Couldn't get Shearer in. Yeah, she rejected that. Or right. Gascoigne. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but he used to bring in the youngins as well. Oh yeah, and he calls a youngin, and, yeah. I mean, are we forgetting he's not? Uh, Pep had a bad year. Sherry Leicester, Gums Leicester won the league well. when he was a manager. No, no, that was a yeah. Crop came and not. Oh, sorry, Sorry, oh. my, my bad, my bad. What a breakdown of the argument very quickly. Come on, man. Come on. But right. do, do your Anyone do make your any, research. Like, Come on. Obviously, I feel I feel very validated since three people agreed that Pep was better. I, I, I kind of I'm happy with that hot take and the outcome. I feel um, like you're asking the wrong room. 
Yeah, this I guess. Not, no, but we all we all had valid points, though. Yeah, That's I, I tried. I know that there was obviously I can't avoid my bias too much, but I thought I, think, I, tr- I tried look, to concede a lot of think, good points to. to that. I think uh, um, the crux of it is Jaff's point was mostly about team dom- like the team dominating. Yeah, the, the football that you the football that you get out of your players and the, fact the production. That, I mean, Guardiola has won how many league titles since he broke out in two thousand and nine, two thousand eight. Was it 2008 or 2009? I think he's probably missed out the title maybe like three times, maybe four. Liverpool like once. Much. Chelsea was another one. Chelsea once. And then I think Real Madrid maybe. Was Real Madrid did pip him, yeah. yeah. In 2012, So you're I talking think about was, yeah. three titles that he hasn't won in the last 13 years. Yeah, that's crazy. And then then you, you go, you go to Ferguson. Three different across leagues. three different leagues. You, yeah. you go to Ferguson, that's obviously he's lost it, lost no, it with Blackburn, like, like uh, that, Arsenal and Chelsea. Like, that, that is the crux of the argument that like in terms of domination on the football pitch you cannot give it to Sir Alex yeah that's and that's what I've been saying the whole time alright so I think we just did a whole podcast on ripping off Man United class nah well it had elements of it but there was a lot of positive stuff for them but longevity right. is still there I mean we could talk forever but yeah so let's get into the next one uh, Ali I believe you've got it for us the next hot take Frank Lampard is gonna flop at Everton ooh why right. so sure? Why so? Why so? Yeah. Why am I sure? Right. You just you just look across. You got Jurgen Klopp there, right? And how Everton all Everton always want to think they're better than Liverpool. It's never gonna happen. Just want to make our point. But let's take it back to Derby. How did he get the Derby County job? Was it what was it based on? Uh, Cal- just Cal- being Cal- a big big name as a player, basically. That, that, that's yeah. it. Uh, Cass, what his tactics are? What are his tactics? Does anyone know what they are? High pressing. High pressing and passion. You know who that sounds like? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's what he said in his... What do you call it? <laughs> what does high pressing and passion sound like? Are you going to Solskjaer? Am I right or wrong? There yeah. was no pressing under Solskjaer. Though. No. I no, think no, no there, there, was pre- there was some pressing. I don't think they have some of the worst pressing stats in the league. No, that was earlier this season with Ronaldo coming See, I think right now with Everton, like if you want to say that Lampard's going to flop with them, I have to think about what Everton's expectations are as a team because it's pretty low at the moment. Like they've... They've just went okay. through a very unpopular manager who was a Liverpool legend, and obviously, I think every legend single one forever. of the, yeah, every single one of their fans sort of predicted it was going to end in disaster, and it did. No, right now I think expectations for Everton is probably just to like try and stabilise back as a top ten team. So are we saying that like, no, but, Lampard but, can't even become a top ten, you know, achievement? No, them? I, I don't. I don't so think you're saying he can. He, do you think he'll take them down? It 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 depends if Newcastle something silly and then he has to get into a dog fight. Well, you know, in yeah, they are quite uh, pitching quite low. Would you guys think? Okay, uh, yes, we're going to talk about Lampard's uh, merits as a manager, but have have the board given him a better chance by getting Deli Ali and Donny Van de Beek in? Van de Beek's a good show. I don't know how he's going to do with Deli Ali. A lot, man. Ali feels finished. I I think he's finished as well. I think the board probably thought, yeah, this guy could be the modern day Frank Lampard. He like, runs uh, in the box, goals. Mm. That's all. Like that's all it is with uh, Deli Ali. I don't think he's finished at 24, but what I don't think 25. is that Lampard is the 24, 25. But I don't think Lampard is the manager to bring the best out of him. I think, but uh, what he just said is like uh, you uh, could sort of compare the positional roles of Dali Ali, Frank Lampard as players, right? Late arrivals into the box. Th- that's all it is. Or? From field, so maybe they're thinking that he's he's the manager to revitalize his career. He's going to give him all the secrets. But uh, <laughs> Dali Ali, uh, I know we're kind of uh, <laughs> give him we're, all the we're, we're digressing too much from Ali's point, but if Conte can't bring you know Ali's discipline in, in and not just that it has to be you need to remember who's be- before Conte Mourinho yeah. Mourinho couldn't do it and I also want to mention right 
the, in the last 10 managers or so, which are at Everton, you had Benitez, you had Carlo Ancelotti, you've had Roberto Mon- Martinez, arguably a better coach, you had Sam Allardyce, you know, he kept him up, he did his job, that was his job at the time, you know, he did all right with Everton, you know, on, on top of my head, I'm thinking, what Ronald was that, Coleman. What was that guy who was the Watford manager? Watford manager, um, really Ma- um, Mad- uh, Silver. Silver, Silver, yeah. Silver. yeah. Silver. I think they're all better coaches, and tactically, I think they're all better so than back, Lampard. Back to Jeff's point, though. What are Everton's achievements and how do you think uh, Lampard will fall short? Uh, well, what are their achievements? Uh, so not achievements sorry, their aspirations and how do you think? What are they? You know, Everton's think they're, you? They're, they think they're a big club, but they're really not. Okay, but like you know, say but in FM, you take over everything now, you, the, the board gives you your... With their current team, it's literally top 10 at best. Like they, they haven't Yeah, got but, that but they, they might even struggle with top 10. If yeah. that is you don't the think case. they're going to get top 10 with Lampard? I don't think they're well, going to get top 15. Not with where they are at the moment and... Like, yeah. I'll push back a bit about Lampard's criticism in general, though, because I okay. feel like top six with Derby uh, and getting to the playoff final, that was sort of what they did the previous season. Yeah, but so they did that Steve McLaren many say, times. Yeah, so so what's he bringing to think, Derby? I've always hated this criticism, to be honest. When people say, like, oh, Lampard took from Derby from sixth to th- sixth. It's a different dynamic season to season. The championship is so volatile mm-hmm. that a team that was, like, 10th in one season could drop down to 24th the next. The championship's crazy. So him getting Derby... To the playoff final, I think that's a credit to him as a first season as a manager as well. Things could have fell apart. Like he doesn't have the experience yeah, to deal with week to week. It was decent team. It was decent. No, like no, yeah, you know, knees and they had Tommy Abraham. No, no, he definitely used his contacts. I think to bring he did have Mason Mount. Yeah, he had Mason Mount. He had Mount. He had Harry Wilson from Liverpool. But there still wasn't an incredible team. Ashley Cole. Tamori, that's who he had. Ashley Cole as a like fifty-five-year-old. He was playing good though. But here's the thing for me as well. Talk about his Chelsea, uh, sorry, Chelsea achievements. Now, they were placed under a transfer embargo, so he couldn't even be a manager. Wait, can, I, can, a can, can, can I just mention this? Well, like, he, he did sign those he, players. He, he signed Kovacic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, okay, if yeah. it was a transfer embargo, how did Chelsea they, sign that player? Yeah, they, they, they back home a lot. Again, the, uh, Kovacic was already there because of the previous loan. And Pulisic was signed in January. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't a loan option to buy. And... This I haven't finished it anyways. Okay. Like the other thing is he brought those youngsters in with success. How many times have Chelsea just flogged their youngsters after like six hundred loans because they couldn't stick in the first team? It's still happening today. I think he had a really good run, didn't he, as well? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So he managed to bring uh, Reese James successfully into the team. That's not easy. Mason, Mason Mount. Mount, Tammy Abraham again, like Tomori. Yeah, tomorrow. There, there you go. I mean, so sounds like okay. Terry you've got, and and Harry he absolutely Kane. dominated the Champions League group stage as well. <laughs> yes, uh, Tuchel took them over the finish line, winning the thing. But Lampard laid the foundations. Okay, okay, let's okay, let's talk about those that. are all season. impressive no, things. Okay, let's talk about the nineteen twenty season, which every team was crap at Liverpool. I'll yeah. be honest with you, you know, I'm not gonna say what's called it Liverpool yeah, dominate everyone. Yeah. Every team was crap and Liverpool were just, you know, better than everyone else. It's just how it is. You know, it was it, it wasn't even, you know, and I don't think it was clear that anyone else is challenging for top four apart from Man United, Man City and Chelsea. Mm. So top four was gonna be a shout anyways. I just wanna mention the teams he's lost against in that season. Right, he's lost against Man United 4-0, drew against Leicester, right, drew against Sheffield, lost to Liverpool. I just want to mention these, right? Um, lost to Man, United, uh, Man City, lost to West Ham United, right? Lost to Everton, um, lost to Bournemouth. You know, you can see me going here somewhere. Lost to Southampton. Get to the Newcastle one, come on. Oh, lost there we go. <laughs> one nil. My guy uh, Isaac, Isaac Hayden. Yeah. My G, my G. Right. Um <laughs> lost to my United again. You know, my United did a double on Chelsea. I feel like most of the teams you've named there are like top half perennial top half teams. When did Newcastle United become a top half? No, that's year? one. That's next year. You know, that's next year. Again, next year. I think West Ham United weren't a top half team a couple that's of seasons true, ago. True. You know, I mentioned Bournemouth as well. Yeah. You know, Sheffield United beat them 3 0. Bournemouth was a 4 0, right? 
Did Lampard take over directly from Conte? Was there a match sorry. in between? Sorry. It was sorry, yeah. Right. So yeah. they lost to Sheffield 3 0, um, lost to Liverpool 5 3. And, you know, I can keep on going. You know, it's not going to make much of a difference. So, you know, you got, you, got, you got lucky then. I mean, but I still feel like you haven't given me, like, the main reason why he'll fail at everything. Shit, that's why. Well, I think one of the difficulties with like, uh, like, like if if you're looking at looking at win games or draw games, Lampard was struggling at, at Chelsea. Yeah, no, I, and you and well, you and he's are talking about you know, uh, yeah, they're trying to transfer ban this and that. He still had quality players. The, the players Chelsea had so in the youth system were still good players. That, so what you're saying is tactically he's not good enough for the job, and they're gonna fail. I don't think he's good at the job at all. How's he gonna rebuild Everton? Everton needs a rebuilding project. One of the difficult things about your hot take is that it's a hot take prediction. I was talking about things that have sort of been established in the past. So much like evidence that you could talk about. Things okay. Yeah. Hot, You're takes, talking about hot takes can be predicted. No, no I, I understand that. But I'm saying that it's going to be hard for him to like, and it's going to be hard for us to argue it in a, in a way because we've only got his Everton, uh, sorry, his Derby and Chelsea spells to go on. It was mixed results. Like, I feel like now this job, if Everton give him the, the right backing, because Everton's team is incomplete right now. But if the thing you, is, Everton have backed all their managers, probably apart from Rafa Benitez, let's be honest. And the yeah. best signings yeah. were the ones you know, they they, 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 they've spent like half a billion in three years or something. Yeah. But you know, like, yes, yeah, something it's, like But that. it's left no them. Line. It's left them with a very, very imbalanced squad at the moment. Like this, look at the Everton lineup, right? If they put their strongest eleven out, they can probably beat anyone on any, any given day. Their strongest eleven is decent. Oh, really? But they can never. They you, can you never get their strongest eleven. Else, or, uh, you know, no, if you say that about Newcastle, even you with the signings. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, the thing is with with like Everton's team right now. They're missing so much dynamism. It's it's such a like. First of all, their back line is pretty bad. Like Michael Keane. And uh, Seamus Coleman, I mean, I know that they've... Did they just sign a right-back? Yeah, they yeah. signed right-back from Rangers. Nathan Patterson. Yeah, so hopefully there's going to be some sort of revitalization well, of their team. Mikolenko as well. Uh, based on what you know from Ryan Patterson, is that a good signing? He's, he's only played like 12, 12 13 games for Rangers. He How old is he? He's, he's, young, he's, he's, he's like 19, yeah. Uh, is that like a one for the future then? Or is he going to get straight into their team? That, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Pro- probably in the next season, so he'll yeah. be in. I mean, I hope he loses his first game, Lampard. I want you to be right on that one because it's against <laughs> so Newcastle, of course. I'll be there. What are you going to do if he ends up next season? Because you said uh, Tuchel would win with Chelsea this season, and he's, <laughs> he's so far off that. What but, happens if Lampard but, uh, but gets a lot happened? Europa League, come on, man! Where you been smoking these days? <laughs> Europa <laughs> League. Just saying, it's a hypothetical. You know, West Ham, West Ham, and Arsenal, or Spurs, or you know, they're fighting for Europa League now. What What do you think? Everything can do. You got Newcastle in the mix. You got Wolverhampton Wanderers. No, Newcastle on in the mix. They're, they're Champions League. N- if we stay up, we are in the mix. But yeah, if, yeah. if not, that, no, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. if Newcastle stay up, they're gonna they're gonna be yeah. in the mix. You got Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, I forgot to mention, you know, FA Cup and league winners, Leicester City as well. It's making me realise how exciting the league is. To how these how are Everton football gonna club gonna compete with well, that? Well, according to they've well, got money. Mashiri's a rich owner. Y- yeah, but Once money can do so much. They've got money and they've got a good foundation. Of the players. thing is about Everton is that this season they had the FFP constraints. So I think they sort of maybe collectively agreed with each other that this is not going to be our best season anyway. And I feel like. The the worst manager they could have appointed for that is Rafa Benitez because his pay, like if you were going to have a down season you don't want an unpopular manager to get those results he's going to be hounded out the door and that's what happened like they should have tried to get a bit more of a popular appointment like even Duncan Ferguson interim when when it's your club legend in charge you're a lot more sympathetic towards results so I don't know why they went for Rafa now why this is relevant to Lampard is they're going to reset like Everton could literally be a force again if they get an unbelievable transfer window what? this summer. Yeah, the force, nah, bro. They, nah. They, once they clear the FFP constraints, they'll be spending 20 30 million on players again. They were doing that before for like three, four seasons, and that still hasn't changed. 
uh, they were I good for a spell. Like uh, the Roberto Martinez spell was really, really good for them until it went sour. Like he, you see, uh, that was like for half well. a season, though. It wasn't also, yeah, they, they finished fifth or sixth. Also, with, with, in, when they had Lukaku yeah, when, on loan. Yeah, when they had Ross yeah. Barkley, they had a few good players. They've been injury ravaged this season. Calvert Lewin's still out. Yeah, Richarlison and Calvert Lewin are barely playing with the same team. I don't know, man. Alan and Dukure, man. That guy they signed, Gabamin, like they just they can't get their full team up. I don't know. It's I hard, like Jeff said, it's hard because it hasn't happened yet. But like, I can see. But but what did he actually accomplish at Derby? Yeah, he brought a few players through, you know. But what did he accomplish? Yeah, we just said uh, we had that Nothing. discussion earlier. What, no, about what, the what, did, what did he achieve? Player at, final. What did he achieve at Chelsea? I'll, I'll play- say this now. Objectively speaking, if in your first ever season as a manager, reaching the playoff final of the championship is good. Uh, he, What's I, wrong with that? Uh, his his record is not bad. Right? It, I mean, it's better than most managers. What do you mean his record's not bad? I've just told you all the teams he really lost against. My yeah, guy lost against... Every team loses my, games my, yeah, in the season. Not in the season, my guy's lost against Newcastle, Bournemouth hey, and hey, Sheffield hey. United. That's fine like that. <laughs> you know, two of them have been relegated. I mean... Come I'm, on, come I'm, on, come I'm, on. Don't be city out. It's only his Behave. second... It's it. That Behave. was a transfer in Bournemouth season. I just have to say... I, I'm I not, think uh, gone I'm are the times convinced. where it, it's such a slanderous uh, win to lose against the bottom three or the bottom five. No, nah, they're not. I but think. Like, no, nah, you I, still I, get I, your slander. You nah, still get your slander. I, I, you know, know, I just want to mention... Lampard, fine, that's La- Lampard, was, <laughs> Lampard was also given money at Chelsea the you, season after. The season after, yeah. yeah. But who did they sign? Havertz and... Werner. Werner, okay. I think she signed a few more. They signed Mendy. Like Jeff said, he walked the Champions League groups. Yeah, the league, you know, wasn't good enough. And, you know, Chelsea... Yeah, but we're talking about Lampard as a coach. You can't just specifically say... No, no, my point is, like, there's enough good in there. By who, by what uh, what teams were in that uh, in that Champions League group? A decent run team. Uh, and all right, right Ajax. Team. Ajax was in there. Decent Ajax. Ajax, team. yeah, fair. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't play right well at all. I, I mean, I, I watched that game. Maybe. Yeah, they I didn't play that well. Ajax. Well, they did. Was four four at the bridge. No, no, they play. They, what I'm going to say is they played good football uh, when they had that nice winning streak. And I thought, damn, Lampard is getting a good, you know, uh, also, the, the system I'm going. Sorry, but like. There's just not enough to write Lampard off. No, I don't think He wasn't think up so. for, ch- for the Chelsea job because their no. aspirations are insanely high. I feel like I this mean, is oh. going to be a bit of a make-or-break appointment for him, though. But yeah. Like it'll set him up but going forward. J- he's a solid, but probably mid-table team. manager. I, I don't, it's hard yeah. to say, man. Come yeah. on, the team that I, I, I at best, at best. Yeah, at best. I agree with that. Yeah. At best. Yeah. I will have to like, but the team no, no my guy, my guy is Monday Marcus. Let's be honest. Come on, <laughs> Monday Marcus. Marcus, come on. No, my my guy got top ten with Stoke. No, that's an achievement. I mean, he. He got Man City he seventh, also, didn't he? I think uh, Mark Hughes set the record for the highest throw of a jacket I've ever seen in any match ever. <laughs> didn't he get Man when, City um, seventh once? When Newcastle smacked season. Stoke 5-1 and Did he was upset about decisions, just flung his jacket up in the air. It was, it was amazing. So should uh, we vote on whether we think... Uh, I also want to mention, quick shout out, Mark Hughes. He's a team which d- d- uh, demolished Liverpool 6-1 as well. So just putting that out there. When has Lampard done anything like that? Let's vote on it then. So will Lampard flop as Everton manager Ali? Yeah. Obviously you're going to say yes. Dowd? Yeah. Kodama? Nah. For me, if Everton back him properly, I can see him having a good time. But if they fail to improve their team, yes, he will crash and burn. But, so but by the way, the but my point a, against that, under the notion, under the notion that top half is their aim, no. If they aim for Europa League, yeah. I what? think he can reach Europa League. No, I don't actually, even no, think no, he can get top no, half. No, top, it's Europa so League, difficult now. I think no, now. If, you if know top the, half is their aim. By the way, just to say, the Europa League thing, it's basically now the Conference League that's become the new Europa League in terms of attainable achievement. That's true. It's so hard to get. Like, the Europa League is just the Champions League club failing. Can, can, can I mention some teams? So obviously you got Man City, you got Liverpool, you got Man United, you've got Arsenal, 
Chelsea. You've got Chelsea, you've got Spurs. There's seven teams there. By the uh, way, you're you're complimenting Everton by mentioning those teams because you're saying that that's their aspirations. No, 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 no. I haven't finished yet. I haven't finished yet. Then you've got Wolverhampton Wanderers, you've got Newcastle United, West you've Ham. got West Ham, and you've got Aston Villa. Then you've got Leicester. That's 11 teams. So there. you're saying that like Everton really will struggle to break into the top 10? Yeah, they will. Saying, yeah. They definitely will. Yeah, with their current squad, I agree. But it, it really depends on their but transfer the thing activity. Is, it's not just about Everton. Every team's going to improve. I think. Every mm. team. Mm. Do you understand where I'm coming from now? Look, look, look right. at Pope Every Powell team Gerald also had. includes Everton themselves, by the way. They're in, they, they can control I something. Think, yeah, I but th- will they do better than all those teams? I don't think so. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've we, got a really okay, good let, uh, let's, budget. Let's vote again, but let's clearly mark the goalposts. Are we talking European football or are we talking top half? Yeah, what, what do you think is uh, the barometer for him? I think even top half is going to be hard. Okay. No, no, but he's saying Everton should be aiming for top half and if they are, that he will fail. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he got, got into top half. I no, think he can get it. I think he can get top half. But yeah. you also need to remember that Everton thinks they're a big club when they're not as well. So the, the, fa- the fans' aspirations, Ooh. the fans' aspirations is going to be European football, Ooh. which they won't get. But they'll they'll get a better stadium than but if, Anfield if you do, if, before if, you guys. That's fine. Um, you know, if, it's a very nice I, stadium. I take the trophies in the historic stadium. That, that's, that's fine. Anyways, no, but I mean, anyways, like, that's how they're getting players you know nowadays. Shout sh- sh- out the funniest thing is Everton used to play at Anfield until they got bummed out because they couldn't be bothered to pay their rent and oh, couldn't afford it. So it doesn't really damn. matter. You know, at least Liverpool can pay their rent. Damn, elitist, <laughs> elitist viewpoint from Liverpool guy, support. See this guy, well, patriarchy. Wasn't Liverpool founded by a Tory. Patriarchy. <laughs> No, but but did, did he get my point over yeah, Frank Lampard? I and tactically, is he I think be- it's too early to tell on yeah, him. No, but really ta- tactically, though, is he better than any of those? The guy's had like three and a half seasons as a manager. I mean, I'm still looking. So, so, like so is Gerard. But yeah, Gerard was around. doing it in Scotland. He he chose a better platform. I'm more impressed with achievements in the championship than. Wait, 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 wait. Also, Villa's a good team, by the way. They're better than Everton. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But but getting back to that point now. Is that is that Gerard's fault that Lampard chose Derby? You know, uh, no, 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 no. I'm just you know, saying Derby Ger- wasn't even a mistake. He, he did all right. <laughs> no, again, but, but, what's wrong with the playoff final? But you, you, you could have chose a better, you could have chose a better team in. You know, well, Gerard went, you got Gerard went to Rangers. You know, d- you know, uh, broke broke ten row with what you call it against no, Celtic. I, I get it. And I did well it. in Europe. He you did know. all right, but I still rate achievements in Championship higher than Scottish football. Well, all I can say is when it comes to trophies, Gerard won, Lampard nil. Would I you mean, say Lampard? Uh, Lampard, he, he shouldn't have choked the FA Cup final yeah, against Arsenal. You also you yeah, also choked the uh, Super Cup against Liverpool. Shout out my guy Tammy Abraham for yeah, missing it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that, you know that was a lot of fun to talk about those two hot takes. Um, if if you guys enjoyed that, there'll be a couple more next week as Daud and Kudama give their nominations. Uh, but yeah, it's been really fun, lads, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Take Cheers. Care. Bye. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok by searching the handle 343football, that's F-U-T-B-O-L, and on Instagram by searching 343football podcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and Stitcher and all other major podcast networks.